think about it, everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on Uncensored tonight. Nice, clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Prices, right? I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited like a dirty thought in a nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white bread land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? What's going on, fam? What is good? God bless you guys today. It is, uh, what is today? Wednesday, I think? The 7th? Something like that already? Man, time is flying by. You're looking live at the foxhole.app. That's right, folks. The foxhole.app. Great platforms like Tor3.net, the Tiger Network, Tor3.com, and uh, the the foxhole.app are enabling free speech platforms and free speech uh, discussions that they don't want us to have. And without those guys, without the great people that are, that stand up for free speech, we would not be here today. I'm going to say that again. Without people who enable free speech in the world, we would not be here today. God bless those who support free speech. Check out the foxhole.app and Tiger or Tor3.com, the Tiger Network. Help support great patriots and great platforms like that that are helping lift up our voices. Check out the website, uncensoredaid.com, when you get time. You can find all of the podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Twitter, Google, iHeart. We're on all of them. Just search the podcast for Brothers Uncensored, and you'll be able to find us. Previous shows, yesterday's show with uh, Mark Paquita was a really good discussion, and Monday's show on the summary of the HBOQ hit piece. If you haven't seen my three shows on the HBOQ hit piece, I highly recommend you go to Tor3.com, search my name, uh, uh, Conscience Abe, and you will find all of the shows that I did on that. If you have not seen those, I highly recommend you watch them, please. Uh, check out uh, right here, you, if you uh, support the show, put in your name, address, and T-shirt size. I want to send you a free gift for helping support this platform uh, over the past three years and longer. Without you guys, we cannot do this. Foxhole, Twitch, YouTube, Hates Us, Screw em, DLive, CloudHub, Tiger Network is where you can find the stream. The blog is up. You can find latest topics from the news and stuff like that. If you want to help us, if you want to help my bro and I and the, and the Uncensored Abe, Brothers Uncensored platform, you can go to Cash App, Patreon, and PayPal. If you join our Patreon, you can get access to our private Discord, and you can see what we're doing, what we're cooking, what we're talking about. Find out who the surprising guests are of the day. S- cool stuff like that. And if you were in our private Discord, you would know that I have a special guest joining us today, if I can get Zoom to work, that is. Uh, and and he is here live with us now. But first, I want to welcome my bro Joe into the house. Joe, how are you today? What's up? Happy Wednesday. It's hump day. I am glad to be here with you guys today. I see tons of people out there in chat. Want to say hello to everybody out there between all the platforms. Great to see everybody out there. I am super excited. Uh, the, the only way, the best way that I can explain it is I am super excited to introduce a hell of a patriot. Jim Watkins, how are you doing today? Hi guys, how are you? Fantastic, fantastic. I am doing fine. I'm super glad to have you here, here today, Jim. Um, 
I kind of want to talk a little bit about the HBO documentary. What's your take on it? I'm assuming that you watched it. Um, I I watched every episode. Yeah. So I kind of want to get your take on it uh, in a summary. Yeah. Uh, But first, I just want to check in with you, man. How how are you doing? Uh, How's things going? Are you able to to travel fine now? Are you getting back to normal in any kind of way? Or is it still, uh, is your life uh, in shambles right now? Well, Travel-wise, is uh, you just have to live it one day at a time. Uh, right now, the there's a travel ban, so I, I'd like to go. And I, I already missed one of my kids' graduation. I got one more kid graduating next month. I I'd like to be home by then, but it depends on if they extend the travel ban or not. Gotcha. Then. Um. Uh, Home, home is where they, I'm. Home here in California too. I'm, I'm home wherever I hang my hat. I guess. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I can. Uh, you can hang your hat with me sometime because I really wanna. I really wanna hang with you. We've talked behind the scenes about trying to find ways to get together, bro. We almost ran into each other in Arizona. Yes, we did. We just missed each other. We we literally pr- probably drove right by each other when we were in Arizona. Then we nearly missed each other in D.C. as well. <laughs> Oh, we were both there. Any any uh, blowback on that when you went inside the Capitol? And yeah, I was smart enough to not follow <laughs> the morons inside the Capitol. <laughs> so when the FBI came knocking, I said, uh, you, "I am not the drone you're looking for, dumbass. Go find the Antifa dumbass who was first in line." Yeah, they were mostly Antifa doing that. It's uh, there were there were some other people in there too, like Baked Alaska and. And yeah. uh, the Q-Shaman and those guys. Yeah. Yeah. There was no shortage of people that wanted to help uh, form the narrative that the media formed. Jim, I, I don't know where I want to start, really. Um, I guess, can I just ask you, in general, what are your thoughts about the way that HBO presented Cullen's documentary? Well, I think it got the point of view for the mainstream media across well enough that they tried to make us all look a little weird. And, you know, we're eccentric, every single one of us. Yep. But not in any weird way, really. Uh, Just that we aren't there uh, normal. It, it, there was no real benefit to our company or website or anything from it because the entire documentary, they didn't show our URL. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, so all of these people that have never been to 8coon.top never will go to 8coon.top. So absolutely no benefit that way. Um, as far as it goes, you know, I'm, people now have too much information about me. And, and I voluntarily did the documentary with them for interviewing and, and everybody in it did. The How did that come about? Think about it. How did the how did the initial idea come about of of being approached by Colin and and participating in it? I'm sure you had to have misgivings about whether or not you were going to participate. Well, I did, but I but I but I I, I participated voluntarily, and I and I avoided interviews with other media because I was participating in that. And the reason being is, even though it is a hit piece, I believe that that uh Hobeck did his best to portray both sides of the coin and 
he has limitations because he has to work with the Hollywood. Yep. And he could have he could have been like Vice and just did a total disturbing piece that is not factual at all. Yeah. Or the New Zealand government's piece, or mm-hmm. you know. So he he did his best, I believe, to to put things across as best they could. Did you get a chance to watch my my summaries by any chance? Did you get a chance to see those? I know you're super busy and the time frame doesn't work for you. I, not yet. I'm actually working, but I will watch them over the weekend. Um, I, 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 I went through, I have 10, 20 pages of notes. <laughs> I went through and, and just destroyed them. And I wish people would actually watch. You can talk to me too. Ask, ask me about your 20 pages of notes. Yeah, let's, but, I, let's, but I know I'm free now. I'm not under any obligation. Right. Let me make, let, let me make one comment, uh, Jim, and kind of what you alluded to there. When I watched the very first one, I actually thought it was pretty fairly balanced. Like you said, I mean, you know, both ways. It wasn't really anti-Q. It wasn't really... It, it just kind of told a story, but I, obviously there was things mentioned in that first one, which I know Abe took notes on, uh, which, uh, you know, kind of uh, painted a different story as well. Like you said, a mainstream media narrative, as, as you kind of alluded to there. Go ahead, Abe. Well, he has a lot of content, you know, because he interviewed me for three years off and on. He was there. And probably all those other people, too. He's been putting serious time into so picking and choosing what he could put in there. And probably, you know, he has a producer as well that he has to kowtow to. Yep. So I didn't like the ending for two reasons. It it made it look like I was uh, commanding the insurgency or something. (laughs) Whereas I was, I was firmly in the middle of the pack, tired as heck, and walking with my cane by the end of the day. Yeah, I know. Uh, it, it, they, and they did a really good job of making sure to to visually form narratives. And I thought, I thought the information, the way they presented certain things, was was fair. But the visual connections that they tried to make was consistent. Let me let me start here. The episode one, and I, and I, you have to be super proud of Ron. I mean, you just have to be. The proudest I am, father out I am there. proud of him. He's a good. He's a good boy. He's an amazing heart. He's, he's a great a man, man. And 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 I wish people would really take a step back and understand the 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 anger that's been created and directed towards Ron and Jim is misdirected in every form. You should take a step back and understand what the narrative that they're creating is to get that out of you. Let me ask you a question that I think it was either you or your son asked: When is free speech too much? There's not too much free speech. You know, that it's a... How can you have too much? You know, if if you call me a jerk and and we make fighting words, you know, fighting words are not free speech, where where I, I decide to pick a fight with my Marine Corps friend and we start punching each other in the head, you know, that... That's my fault if I started the fight with my words, right? That that's not a protected speech. But what they what they try to lump into, you know, how much is free speech and too much and all that is they try to lump in this generic hate speech term, 
which is European in origin. And the Europeans use hate speech laws to stifle and suppress their minorities' speech. So you have to only talk on agreed upon points of view. That's when there's not enough free speech. So if you, if you look at, and, and uh, what we block on Aikun is, is so little compared to other people. You know, we, we, we block uh, commercial spam and we block uh, child porn and we block animal cruelty. And that's, that's about it. And, and a couple of various other things that are, that are so obscure that I can't remember. Well, I'm sure there are times when you were, when you were <laughs> asked to provide information and that, that was just exposed in the, in the documentary where you were asked by authorities to, to expose information. And, and, and every time that you, you, that they asked for it, you cooperated. It, of course, and the, the, and the authorities are do it properly too. They give you a subpoena. They give you the um, grand jury will send a subpoena, and you get it from like official people. It's it's obvious it's official. Yeah, and and you supply them, and a lot of times you can't say anything about it. And there are times when you have a grand jury tell you. You can't take that content down. Interesting. It's so it's you'll, um, have, they you'll sp- have a picture of something that's abhorrent to you and I, and uh, and it has to be left up there. And I I don't want to I do not want to justify the way Twitter does their stuff, but I'm sure that they have that situation on some of the content that's on their site too. Absolutely. As much as I despise them because I've wasted so much time on on their platform and then they just remove me. Mm-hmm. But that that's something that people don't realize either. So yeah, the, 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 when, when is free speech too much? I don't know. I got a, if, if someone's, you know, talking about your political point of view and you're not agreeing with it, then you need to talk back. No, you should just be quiet and, and 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 allow people to to spin narratives and push garbage information. You should just not speak out because if you do, you will get chastised every time and thrown under the bus. I can mark. I have a uh, many I'm no examples longer of that. under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, dude. <laughs> That's different. Um, I need to talk about the little fucking midget retard for a minute. I I am so freaking irritated with this dude. You went out of your way to lift. Frederick up you gave him a life you 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 were beyond kind to somebody who you really didn't know and the result of that was a delusional frankly retarded response childish retarded response to to getting um to a a platform that he sold uh becoming successful beyond what he thought it was going to be. And it turned into a vendetta that was highlighted very much in the, into the movie along with the who is Q narrative, which is fine. We, if the, if, if people want to decide who is Q that distracts from the information that Q posted, that that's a, that's a purposeful thing. My point is, is you went out of your way to help lift somebody up who had, who was given the short stick in life. 
Can you talk about that a little bit? I did. And I do like that part of the movie. They were pretty accurate. And because it was like the first time my point of view has been shown. (laughs) Because he, if the Brennan generally writes the narrative, he, he writes the wiki on the Wikipedia. And then the the news will reference the Wikipedia that he writes and then call him up for verification. So he's the, the sole um, source of everything. You know, that, that the reason I believe they're doing it is money. The, the amount of money that, because there's a ton of people watching Q and they're watching Q from both sides, the left wing people, the right wing people, and the normal people like you and I stuck in the middle. We're, um, but the normal people are denied possibility to make any money. It's like, I've got all this traffic. I can't make any money off of it on my website. Who makes money are the QAnon anonymous people. I, I'm sure you heard of those, like the um, anonymous the sources, and 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 that group of people, and and I do believe that Frederick tried to join that group because yeah. there was money to be made, and you've even got like this uh, Will from the Daily Beast. He's going to write a book, and he's got he's got a major publisher, and he he asked me for an interview, and I told him no. Good, Will Summers, a scumbag. Can yeah, you talk specifically about Hot Wheels, though? So these people are making huge money, millions of dollars. and But there's no money made on the other side. The other side is doing it for our country. They're, we're doing it for the children. We're doing it for for freedom and patriotism and, and doing the right thing in life. Because it's right. You know, that and... and and I do believe, you know, I went through foster school and, and my ex-wife and I used to be foster parents. We, we did, and what a, what a sad job. And something you learn about in foster school training and is lashing out. The foster children will lash out at you for no reason. And, and I believe that what you're talking about might be considered lashing out. Yeah. Are are you as I don't want to say as angry, but I'm angry. I'm angry with with Frederick beyond belief. Are are you as as hurt by uh the angle that um that Frederick took in this? Well, those are old older things that actually happened years ago. So yeah. you know, I'm 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 not angry about anything. I you don't dwell on stuff like I don't that, stay right? angry. If you stay angry, you have heart attacks, you have strokes, you get high blood pressure. I'm not going to do that. I was shocked that they were able to get Fast Jack on a camera. Yeah, that that was something. <laughs> I was he's shocked. A, he's an interesting guy. I, I, I don't have a lot of communication with him, but, you know, we've talked and he's got a potty mouth, but I, I'm that's okay. And, you know, I think he's got the best interest of things in heart and he's, he's busy too. So, 
Yep. Some would say that that you went out of their out of your way to make money off the HBO thing, saying that you got paid I to do no this documentary. Money off the HBO thing. Say that again, please. I'm sorry. I was not paid. That was a documentary. That was a real documentary. Thank you for clarifying. Where, where they leaned it at the end, I a, but there was none. Nobody on the HBO made any money. Thank you for clarifying that. I really appreciate it. And and I doubt after all the expenses that uh, Hoback made much money either. Yeah. But I mean, uh, but but uh, but this one's going to be a hit. He's going to get some money, and he put some effort into it. So good luck to him. Yeah, but I'm surprised. I was not an actor or anything, and it was just interviews. So <laughs> it's not like, uh, and he hung out, and I agreed to let him hang out with us, and we were doing our ordinary daily life type stuff. So he's got a lot of reality TV. He's got a lot of me leaving the leaving the mic on when I'm taking a leak. <laughs> Right, <laughs> I've I've never done that. <laughs> okay, maybe once when I was over at Patriot Soapbox. We'll we'll let that be. Um, let's see here. Oh, they go out of their way to talk about watches and pens, and I think it's hilarious the way they talk about how Ron loves watches and Jim collects pens and. Uh, they talk about the Mont Blanc pen, and, and, and they try to spin, obviously, that is you guys who are posting these pictures of the watches and pens as Q. Can you I just talk a little bit about your watch on today? <laughs> Can you see that? From the original series? I thought Ron nailed this. I'll just, say, I'll just repeat what Ron said. I have a MAGA hat on, but I'm not Trump. See how that works? <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome. I absolutely loved when he said that. I was laughing so hard. He's like, if I take... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's going he's gonna to suddenly turn into something. I love the Minuteman in the background, by the way. Right. What, what I want to get into is how... Is, is the underlying theme of, of 4chan and 8chan... Oh, that is nice. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> My pit helmet. Going? Are we going croc hunting, or do I, do I need to change my hat? <laughs> this is like a French pit helmet, I believe. Oh, hmm. cool. But it's from Vietnam. The Vietnamese make these. They, you can order them online, and they they can send you like the the British ones are high because they're very short people in England, and the. Uh, that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk about the most important thing that the Q documentary didn't talk about? And that is the foundation of 4chan, 8chan is a free speech platform for people to express views that aren't mainstream uh, acceptable. My point in the summary of the first two episodes that I made on, on my show was 8chan at the time was was giving voice to a underground rebellion against a, a stewing rebellion against Marxist insanity. Can you talk about the plat, the ideas of the platform to support free speech and how that, uh, that can giving people a voice like that can avoid history's past of what happens when you silence voices. Can you talk about the platform as a foundation for that rebellion against the Marxist insanity that's being shoved down our throats every day. 
Well, the platform has nothing to do with that. I personally am pushing hard on that every day myself. And, and our, our largest board, the Q Research Board, is a, is a battlefield. Obviously, you can see that. I watch, I watch and I've, I've pretty much got the robots under control on there. But, but there's people on there that they have, they have taken the day or someone, is, someone must be paying them to put those, all of those images, the disturbing images, and then they post them on each bread for eight hours. And then, then the next guy comes on and he's got different images for eight hours. It's like, this is their job to, but uh, that, that part is, uh, but it's available. And, and I, that's something that if, if Fast Jack wanted to fix, he could ban that individual. But I think it's okay to leave that piece up there and other people can decide for themselves on it. But yeah, the, the whole point of getting rid of our stuff, they didn't think that I'd be able to keep it up. And that, because that, it's obviously now it's a communist takeover of the United States of America. Mm -hmm. It's obvious when you got a billionaire president of the United States that gets like, booted out it's like i'm sorry you don't have enough billions you know you're not on the right team we have more billions we're just going to billion you out of there yep it's like <laughs> okay yep. they're they're um I should, people aren't going to take me seriously right now. <laughs> but you know what why are they taking me serious anyway i'm just writing yeah. an image board i'm not like a i'm not a politician Do you see my point though of of <laughs> They try to they try to create the narrative that that um, any kind of thinking outside the box is dangerous. That's 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 the spin they put on it. They 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 don't allow uh, eccentric personalities they to express. Actually, condemned it. Yes, there's a there is a House of Representatives condemnation of of the. Now they didn't know the difference between Q and Anon and Q Anon and all that, but. I get the point of what they're talking about. They're talking about you. They're talking about you. They're talking about me. And all of you other people out there are condemned because you're, you're following the Q movement and you're thinking for yourself and you're doing your own research. And the, the thing about it is that condemnation that came out and before they all signed it, I was like, come on. Listen. But I'm silenced everywhere. I'm my Twitter's like hijacked for 24 hours at that time and this and that. And nobody can hear me when I'm got something important to say. Because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. you know, nobody follows me. The, but the, th the thing about it is the condemnation comes out and it says, you can only argue on things we agree on beforehand. I said, what does that mean? And all but 17 of the representatives in the House of Representatives signed that condemnation of for, they called it QAnon, but that they would have called it Q and Anon if they could, if they'd have known. And and I realized that the the people that pushed that narrative were actually on their way out of Congress. Yep. They pushed that condemnation and for various various sorted reasons, which I pointed out in the video that's been 
deleted from YouTube. Of course. <laughs> so I still have a copy of it somewhere, but you know how that goes. You get all of these raw footage. So you probably got terabytes of it. Yeah. What is, I want to get into this Courtney Tubbs character. Cause I don't think they gave the voice to that, that, that it deserves. And it's not really, I just want you, your clarification on it. But first the, they try to, they work very hard at tying Q to 4chan to 8chan to you, to Jim, to Ron. And they, they continually try to, to make that connection. 4chan. Say that again. And the, and the, the move from 4chan to 8chan, that was, I wasn't even following Q at that time. So it's obviously not me. And I don't believe Ron was either. We're working on other things, believe it or not. Since we aren't getting money from the queue, we have to, to work on things that get paid because nobody would hire us. <laughs> Who would give me a job? Maybe I can get one like a tour guide operator in the jungle or something. Yeah, can we get a tour guide of, uh, of the mountains? Jungle expert tour guide. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? They work very hard to tie to tie the group together and the, the point i wanted to make was is the, the chain no is much that together and then there was the cicada stuff that they tried to tie together and yeah that's the thomas uh something or other long name and whether that whether he's q or not i don't know he looked like ant-man to me in the, <laughs> in the like, but what what's I the reason avatar <laughs> what was the reason for the what is the actual purpose of the platform they tie it they try to tie it to q but what is the actual what is the the mission statement of of akun like what what is the actual infamy <laughs> <laughs> love it i love it i'm simple i just want to put advertising banners up and and sell you guys t-shirts and and socks and buy some McDonald's, whatever. I just want to advertise. So for, for the Will <laughs> Summers dumb fucks out there, the, the purpose of the platform is to give a platform for, for, for free speech, not to give a platform for Q, but that's okay. They try No, to... it wasn't. It's not a platform for Q. It's a platform for anybody. There's like, at the time when they deleted 8chan, we had 20,000 boards. And you know, the boards just keep going, but... We had 400 uh, board owners come back about so out of 20,000. So most of our content is no longer there. Now, if those board owners come back, because you got to have someone to operate the board because it's just too much for any one person to watch, even at the size it is now. So we didn't put on anything unless that someone came back and claimed it. Gotcha. But that that's what it's all about. I mean, you think about it. We had we had the poll board and we had the lefty polls and we had all of those. We had a French French democracy board and it was really big. And I don't know what happened to those people. They effectively shut down a lot of people that really needed us. And they're gone and, and dispersed and suppressed. The Americans are a little more feisty and were able to come back. But there were a lot of other boards that were important that were really stifled, suppressed, and shut down. Such as the Hong Kong board that um, 
Hot Wheels Hong made Kong. sure. How important was that Hong Kong board? Now you think about, look what's happened to Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. Maybe the Q Research Board wasn't the target. Mm -hmm. Well said. You were asked the question, I think twice, and so was uh, Ron, about Courtney Tubbs. You both answered, she is not on a payroll. I have no clue who she is. And yet she seized... Um, the uh, a Twitter account and started putting information out there. I don't as believe if it, was, it was Courtney Tubbs. I believe that's uh, identity theft. I think, and, and I didn't say she wasn't on the payroll. So Courtney Tubbs received a ten ninety nine for my company. She was a paid reporter. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, so, but I do, and because you know how the internet is, it, it. I believe that somebody that that used her i identity. But I may be wrong, you know. It's a that was my take but, on it too. But, you know, we had a a ten ninety nine was sent out to that person, and you know that from there on, we don't know what goes on from there. It it was but, an attempt to spin they, the narrative. They had access to the Twitter account at that time, and then when it when they left like that, then so be it. Yeah, I think it was an attempt to spin the narrative of my Russia because they try to tie it to Stone too. Uh, so well, Courtney Tubbs was was uh, obviously listed as a, a writer of some of the stories on the Goldwater dot com. Gotcha. Okay. And some of them are still online, and she got a lot of uh, traffic. So yeah, that's a good. Uh, good that's what you're looking for because we want traffic we want to sell banner advertisements that's how we get paid agreed it's um i I think they do a good job of trying to trying to um create controversy around the the site they're not interested in actually you know finding out about about the site or the goal of a site or anything like that they just want to create controversy about it when when the little midget fuckhead says uh Jim formed a cult much more like the mafia. That's what it was like working for him. What was oh, your thought? I heard that too. That was kind of distasteful. I we're like really uh, above board and on the level and do things properly. We always have. I you thought know. that was a, a low blow to say the least. <laughs> I'm not mafia. I was a, <laughs> I was a grave digger. And then I was a commercial fisherman and a carpenter. Then I went in the army and did that for a long Oh, don't tell me we lost you. Ah. Yeah, he looks like he froze. Yeah, it looks like he's, uh, damn it. Dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it, darn it. So there you are. You're back. You know, I'm a. Were we cut? Yeah, you you skipped out on me a little bit there. Probably the. You know, there's probably someone in China. China owns Zoom. Oh, they love watching me. I I make sure I address them and say hi to them every chance. There's someone there that's actually got a kill switch when I say something. (laughs) I believe it, a hundred percent. Oh, when he says that we took HN off not for Q Research but for the. The Hong Kong board, uh, they figured it out finally. He said, "Yeah, well, obviously." Uh-huh. I when I went when I was in Congress, I I told them all about these other things that 
that they have basically shut down, the American Congress stifled free speech. And now look what they're doing. They're like real knuckleheads in there. They do in episode four, I think it is, they um, they tie Paul into Q Research and into A-Chan as a whole. Can you talk about, about uh, allowing Paul and anti-Semitic content on the site, but the way that they present it is alongside Q Research is this radicalized content? There were 20,000 boards, and, and Paul was mostly cod humor. Are you familiar with Call of Duty? Yes. Okay. They have like a whole genre of humor now where, where those it's, it's kids. It's like Indians and black kids and Orientals and white kids all just having fun and all being politically incorrect. And it had nothing to do with the Q research board. Um, I believe they all went back to four channel. So now we have uh, another politically incorrect board called pond PND or pond. <laughs> as in Bond, but <laughs> uh, it's not nearly as big, but anti-Semitic uh, stuff is not illegal. There's no you shortage can, of Democrats. You can go who on support. there and you can be a, an Archie bunker and you can, hate the kikes, you can hate the wops, you can hate the Jews, you can hate all of those fucking Swedes, you can hate them all. Yep. You know, you know, nothing, nothing worse than a Swede. I mean, they're just Norwegians with their heads, brains knocked out, you know. Uh, us Polacks are stupid, so, you know. <laughs> that stuff like that is not illegal. It's offensive, and I, and I don't talk that way. And Something that, that got me is I rarely use the N-word, basically just when you're singing a song or something. Right. And I rarely use the F-bomb. Maybe when Colin Hobeck was around, I might have said it two or three times total in three years. And of course, they ended up both on the video. <laughs> yep. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Um, right after <clears throat> the New Zealand shooting, there is a global call for a campaign against hate speech. To me, that is an obvious connection between what I would consider to be a false flag event. People can die in false flag events. We talked about mm-hmm. this last week, but an event used to form a political outcome. I don't, I don't think the New Zealand government had anything to do with the shooting in those mosques. But I do believe the New Zealand government took a page out of Nancy Pelosi's playbook to not let a crisis go to waste. And they used that to totally become a totalitarian government and, and just knock down one of the freest countries in the world, the New Zealanders. You know, that they're awesome people. They had a gun grab, they took all their guns, and now they're now they're not free anymore. 
the, the, it was a false flag in that sense, but yeah. not in, I don't think that the, government ties. Yeah, the I Australian agree with guy that came over and shot the mosques up had anything to do with the government. Yeah, I agree with that. The government had, had did, the New Zealand government did a documentary and they tried to come to my house and we, my wife wouldn't let him in. Good. <laughs> you know. They, they go from there to saying that the boards are inciting violence. And Ron says, banning text, you immortalize it. Can, why is it? Well, I know why, but let me, let me ask you. Why do you think they continually create the narrative that speech, especially uh, what, people, what people consider to be offensive speech, incites violence? It doesn't. It, it, you, you know that, and I know that. It's it's like I was saying at the beginning between fighting words and politically scoring words. But any any good opinion is is an incitement. You know, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And 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 your job as a thinking adult is to argue back and and let your point come across and and you don't have to use high high end words to do that you can be oh but 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 that's wrong <laughs> you can talk like that and people will figure it out and and you can use and you can use offensive anti-semitic and racial slurs when you do it too and there's nothing wrong with that either other than you shouldn't because it's abhorrent speech but it's not illegal well, I think you made the most uh, genius statement uh, at that time, which was, have you read the Declaration of Independence? Yeah, I got it. In, uh, it's, uh, it's around here somewhere. But yeah, it's <laughs> like uh, that's incitement. Right. You know, that's that is political hate speech for sure. That is just a beautiful statement. And I love you for making it by limiting free speech. It becomes dangerous when you when you use it to squash dissent. This is what I was talking about with part of the part of the the anti-Marxist sentiment being shoved down our throats worldwide, and how the platform uh, gave a gave an outlet, a nonviolent outlet for that speech. And I I don't think I think if they, if Colin really wanted to do the documentary about eight chan eight and 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 who is Q and the rest. He could have he could have used that angle of how the history of Marxism has silenced speech and science and culture and how it has created underground violent movements that have gone into world wars. That would have been the route I wish he would have taken. I'm certain that he has plenty of content on that subject too, because it's what we talk about all the time. Yep. But he is likely censored as well. And look at who owns the big platforms. Americans don't, okay? They have to cater to their European and Asian owners. You know, Acoon and a few other small ones are owned by Americans. It's, we have a whole different outlook on things. Who owns our Congress these days? You know, they're, they're obviously not representing you, Alan. Yeah. You know, it's uh, the ownership factors. So you got to look at how do the European, well, Americans left Europe for the most part to do something different because we didn't agree with their way of doing things politically or religiously or morally or all of those things. And so now 
even to the point of the .com and .net and .org, the top level domains, Barack Obama took all of that away where it's not controlled by the American government anymore. And guess who controls it now? For the most part, the United Kingdom. Very and well they said. used that to help deplatform us, not once, not twice, but three times by the United Kingdom here in America. If you get too popular with uncensoredabe.com, guess what? <laughs> it's gone. They have a controlling interest in all the .com, and you don't own it. You lease it. Well said. It's I think it's important. It's an important discussion that I don't think I don't think enough people give you, Ron, and the team that you had, all of them, including the little midget fucking retard at the time. I don't think I think the documentary could have gone. I explored saw someone that. calling him Krang today. Say that again. Krang. <laughs> Oh, I love you. <laughs> Can you go back to the they so all of these shootings happen, right? And they so they blame the platform, they take the platform down, and you get a lawyer from the ACLU named uh David Goldberger to help uh help in that fight. What was that like when you had discussions with him? I first of all I thought it was hilarious. I, I David Goldberger wasn't my lawyer. Okay. He they presented it that way that he represented uh your case. No. Uh, that was, would have been someone else's. I misheard that. Uh, when I went to Washington, D.C., Benjamin Barr was my attorney. Oh, I, I'm, I misread my note. He, yep, you're right. He's, uh, he's one of the top First Amendment attorneys in America. That's right. That's right. What was it like, the, that discussion with and, him, when you uh, realized the caliber? I didn't realize he'd gotten so much money. Oh, he he made a profit off of that. Fourteen thousand eighty-eight dollars. <laughs> Real? Are you serious? Oh, that fourteen oh eighty-eight. But that was a joke, <laughs> by the way. That was that was what's called cod humor. I I I totally got every time you were trolling him, and he and he didn't, and I thought it was hilarious. It made it even more funny. Uh, yes, <laughs> definitely. Uh, let me see here. We, I, I have to move faster because I still have like t like twenty questions. Can you hang out for a second hour? I yeah, I, I can hang out. I'm sorry, I'm not. Ask me more questions. No, that's fine. I'm at the end um, of my day. I'm I'm gonna go for a run and then go to bed when we're done talking. So I'm good. Awesome. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the House Committee subpoena. So. They try to. They try to say. I'm not going to ask you questions about Ron. Forget that. Um, ask him. Yeah. I, he said he'll talk to you. Just you got to yeah. work out the logistics of that yourself. Yeah, I'll get. I'll get Ron and I'll ask him those questions. I'm not going to have you talk for him. That's not fair. Um, yeah, he's his own man. He's like middle aged already. You know. I think he's about your age. Who, Ron? Yeah. How old are you? Forty eight. I don't know. You're see, you look young. I'm freaking old. <laughs> He's in his thirties. Uh, let's see here. Um, damn. Oh, uh, it, it goes straight into, it has a, 
defined safe speech, and then it goes straight into uh, an anti-Semitic joke that you cracked. Like you said, they made sure that they. Uh, they I don't. I don't remember the joke. I. Yeah. It, was, it was wasn't actually anti-Semitic. It, they they just made it out to be. Um. Oh, what do you what do you think about the question and the narrative that they pushed that HN radicalized boomers? That's not true. Who are the boomers, dude? The boomers are the hippies. Think about this. I was born in 63, and and Martin Luther King says that's the beginning of the new generation, and I like to say that I'm Generation X because of that, but it's the end of the line for the boomers. But the people that are 10 years, 15 years older than me are boomers, and they were the hippies. They're the ones that were having that real summer of love. They were already radicalized, dude. They, they, and not only were they radicalized, they fixed all the problems that these communist creeps are bringing back, like segregation. They fixed the, uh, they fixed all of these racial inequities. When I was growing up, it went rapidly, bam, 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 gone. By the time I'm in high school, not even thought about. And now they're bringing all that back. We're all getting segregated again. It's like, let's have a little more segregation. We'll, we'll have the colored people over there, and we'll have the whites over there, and we're going to have the spicks over there. And you guys don't, now, now you don't mix it all together. We're going to keep you all separate, because then we don't. But there's a, there's a bigger reality. And I saw this guy, he, and I can't remember his name. He was from... Uh, from uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, and he was at like a town hall meeting about uh, about uh, banning guns in their city, I think. And and he stood up and he said, "Wait a minute. This this is not a a racial issue or anything like that. This is a I'm the majority. I don't I don't commit crimes. I'm a good guy. I go to work. I pay my taxes. I vote." I'm the majority, and it's it's not a color situation. The majority of the black people do that, and the majority of the white people do that, and the majority of the Orientals do that, and the majority of the Spanish do that. It's We are the majority. We're not a minority, and they, Marx wants to separate and, and make people separate like that in order to divide and overcome. And the next thing that happens after this, they will try to take our guns hard. Then the killing starts. Pol Pot, just ask him. <clears throat> um, I love We're that you... Killing fields like Pol Pot. Yeah. I mean... We've got a Joe. We're going to have our... We've got an Uncle Joe, too, up there. I mean, it's like he and he is no. I believe that the current predator of the United States is a rotten man. Yes, I don't. I don't think he's kind or anything. I think he's actually a rotten man. Yes, with a black heart. I love that you put the company in the district of the man who gave you the subpoena to go to D.C. <laughs> Yes. Oh yeah. Still there. That was amazing. I saw the video for that too. I never laughed so hard when I saw that come out. I was like, no, he didn't. 
He's like, yeah, he literally yeah, did. put his business in the same district just so it has to rub it into his face. That is amazing. I could imagine you had to, you know, apply for the loan for the name for the company and all that stuff. Probably crossed his desk, didn't it? <laughs> it's uh, we're right there in in Clarksdale, Mississippi, and it, and it's a nice community, by the way. Awesome. It's just too bad they have an idiot it. for a representative. Yeah. <laughs> Except for that, he's part. got he's got like a shabby, broken down building there with his name on top of it. And that's his uh, headquarters. Nice. <laughs> your 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 business has a is a nicer. Uh... <laughs> My business is right next to the courthouse. It's across the street from the courthouse. <laughs> I love it. And it's it's a block from the Carnegie Library. It's right in downtown Clarksdale. Oh, that is hilarious! I love you for that. <laughs> Let me ask you: if if you had to tell somebody who had no clue what cicada 3301 was what do you, can you explain it in layman's terms what you think it was no i can't explain that but you could talk to thomas schoenberger about that i would love to do that uh just be careful when you interview him yeah yeah i know um i've, I've had you probably don't know i've had some interaction with with uh some of them as well as the anonymous group that was uh just want to say hi to him again, you fucking idiot. <laughs> How's your life today? Fucking asshole. Um So yeah, I don't I don't really know that. I'm not Q and you know, it's uh it's not me. When when when, when the Q was going on, I was on chemotherapy when it was first starting up, radiation opioids and plenty of other chemotherapy drugs where I was pooping and shitting and vomiting and getting skinny. You, you can see me yeah. he, three years ago. I was really skinny in the video. Yeah. I had just finished the chemotherapy at that time. Are you, are you healed now? I'm, I'm well, yeah, I just, uh, Finished going to the doctor in November, and the and the doctor said you're in perfect health. God awesome. bless you. They did a PET scan, everything. It was. Uh, God bless you. I'm glad I, to hear that, Jim. So I'm 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 good, but I had no absolutely no way that that could have been me at the beginning because I was not. I uh, look at me at the beginning of the Goldwater. Yeah, I did a I did that for a couple of weeks, and then. I went into cancer therapy for a long time. You know, I had like this big, big neck thing going there. Now I'm wearing a beard to hide the scars. (laughs) What what kind of cancer did you have? uh, What was it? uh, In my lymph nodes and my tongue. Do you know what it was from? Did they say what what may have caused it? Uh, Eating pussy. (laughs) (laughs) that'll do it every time every time don't do that your face doesn't go there see see i'll ask you about the website is it wet yet later um that's not what that's about though by the way that's about that's about inking up a pen i got a pen here if i want to put ink in the pen 
we can but, try that. By the way, uh, by the way, Jim, we have a, a, a friend out in chat, uh, if you can still hear me, that used to watch you clean pens. Uh, I, I was making videos on it. There's a, it's a big uh, genre on YouTube. Yeah, she said that she, uh, she used to watch you clean them. I, I watch them relaxing because I used to smoke. So the one doctor said it was from cigarette smoking, and I said, no, this is not. And so uh, if they automatically say cigarette smoking, they don't do a test to find out what the cancer is. Ah. So I, to- I-, I forced them to do the test, and it turned out I had HPV-16, which is the most common form of HPV. And probably you have it, and, and you have Quite everyone's sure I do. got it. Yeah. Everyone's got it by the time you're 30 years old. Everyone has it. Um. The thing about it is when you get stressed out and your and your immunity starts going down and stuff, then then it will take over. Gotcha. Well, I'm I'm really glad that you're that you're healed, Jim. Um God bless you, so, man. Yeah, and it's not like I'm I'm not a big uh you know, and it and it takes like 40 years too. So wow. When that, you go to the, when you, I was asked my drill sergeant would have said, "Little Nancy Rotten Cross." <laughs> <laughs> your drill inspector, your drill, your drill inspector. So, anyway, we get back into pens. The pen thing was because I couldn't smoke anymore, so I I got a lot more pens after that. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, well, you know, fiddle with your hand. I I keep mine with me too, and I, and I spin it around my finger to make me feel better and do doodle. When you went to the naturalization for, uh, uh, I'm sorry, what country was it uh, for the naturalization? You were say it again. The Philippines. I'm I'm working on becoming a, a Filipino citizen. <clears throat> when you went to that meeting and you saw a little wheelchair dude out front, what went through your mind? Well, I knew he was there to make a hard time for me. You know. He didn't make anything happen when he was there. So that's just a slow ongoing process right now. And COVID slowed it all down. Gotcha. What I wanted to do is be a, be a Filipino citizen, like a dual citizen, mm-hmm. because I couldn't own land and, and we were getting really big into farming then. Gotcha. And only citizens can own land. You think you'll ever go back to pig farming again? Well, not that particular farm because it had some problems afterwards, but um, maybe I'll get back into farming. Nice. Um, Frederick it, said it felt like a, it. it's a. You feel good about yourself at the end of the day. Yeah, it's hard work, and and you get stuff done. And I was having a great time. I was like, I built a twenty first century piggery. That's awesome, man. That, uh, you know, like that picture they got you standing in front of. Mm-hmm. That's where all the poop went. Nice. And you can stand next to it and it doesn't overpower you with the smell because it's, we're processing it all with larvae. Oh, wow. And the, the larvae exudes an antibiotic that, uh, that and eats the bacteria. Huh. Amazing concept. And, and 
and then your your poop just turns into dirt and you use it on your vegetables and it's great when frederick said that it felt like the el paso shooting to him when he couldn't stop your naturalization i thought that said everything about him that any of us need to know say that again frederick said that it felt like the el paso shooting happened to him when he couldn't stop your naturalization hearing yeah he couldn't stop that because what a disgusting comment he actually put it on twitter if you remember yeah i don't follow him oh yeah yeah. i don't twitter at all anymore i (laughs) i i i made 35 twitter accounts and i just gave up yeah i'm with you i'm done too um i was shocked that the reporter calling uh aided and abetted a, a fugitive fleeing a country and yeah, had, that, that kind of disappointed me about the Hobeck, by the way. I was shocked that he did that. I can't, I mean, I can't believe he doesn't, he's not culpable in some way for helping a fugitive flee a country. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know if he'd be welcome back in the Philippines because of that, even. The libel you case, know, that, that's a. He tried to spin the libel case that it was your case against him. It, what, how did it become a government case? I don't case have a it? case against him. Yeah. I, he has a criminal case he he's committed crimes in the philippines this is criminal i'm not suing him thank you for clarifying that uh, the, the the way that he got that i card i thought was rather suspicious i think it's a that counterfeit was, that was probably also a criminal enterprise yeah it very much <laughs> looked like a, a counterfeit i card yeah. And the I-card, for those of you that missed that, is the ability to leave a country. He was not able to leave a country without getting this I-card, and it magically showed it's up. It's not a free country. You can't leave without the government's permission. Whereas an American, you can leave. They go on to talk about, uh, to link uh, the Trump administration, Scavino, um, calling us a dangerous movie. I didn't watch movement. the news yesterday. I don't know what happened with Scavino. Oh, they just, uh, the Scavino Trump tree where Trump, Scavino retweeted uh, Q and Trump retweeted it. So they tie, they tie the Trump administration into Q. So they tie it, they make it all one big happy family. But yesterday? The, no, no, the documentary. Oh. You know, they, they try to tie, uh, yeah, you know. Trump- I'm, I'm reposting things on Gab all the time and because it's a cool meme and I didn't bother to read all the text they have written there. You know, I don't. I don't believe for a moment that Trump is Q. Agreed. Uh, okay. I and I don't know who Q is. Also it's agreed. Not Ronald. Uh, that that Wait. comes back to point two that you were asking me in the previous hour. Uh, in the end, Ronald was talking about doing research and stuff, and he was talking about doing research on voting machines, and yeah. that turned into the one thing and the other. And then everything gets all cut together, and then you got that big smile. Yeah. So I, I the ending of the show, I don't particularly agree with. It makes me look like I'm, I'm like commanding the insurgency, and and then you got Ronald saying he's Q. I said no, he didn't. It's he hilarious because they I mean, say they say Ron is asking questions like Q. So therefore, Ron is Q. Simple-minded morons, man. Um, Ron was doing public research, and they don't understand uh, how that works. Uh, it was an attempt to discredit Ron, an attempt to discredit you, and I thought it, it fell on its face. Um, 
It talks about how Q trained its followers and how we were all simple-minded robots. Please save us, save us, save us. I'm just kind of going through my notes here. Um, I don't feel like a robot. Do you? No, not at all. <laughs> I've got a question. You were in Washington, D.C. on the 6th in January, right? Yeah. Well, my bro and I were both there, yep. Yeah, and it was a big. There were a lot of people there. At least 3 million, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I believe it was 3 million, too, because of the... And and we have pictures, too, showing how far back. It's, it's more people that were there than were there for the Million Men March, for sure. And... And more people that were there than for Martin Luther King's March Absolutely. on Washington. And yep. these are important things. And there's more people there than the Women's March, too. Yep. But the thing about it was, there was no litter. Everyone was getting along. Yeah. It was clean. It was nice. The people that caused trouble up there, that happened while we're all still over by the Washington Monument. Yeah. You know, then we walk up the road and then there's already trouble going on when we get there. Yep, that's exactly what we saw, too. And and we saw like I, even even accusing Q Shimon as an example and Jelly, I believe, is his name. I sent him a letter saying, uh, hey, you know, send him a letter, guys. Send people people like that. They go to jail. They do. They're in jail and maybe they're jerks, maybe whatever. But it's a Christian thing to do is to to like uplift people when they've done something stupid like that. That's kind of you to say that. I think we should all take that advice and run with that. In fact, if there's a way that we could get get that information about where to send them a letter to, could you give that to me um, in some way? Uh, yeah, I can send it to you. The you got to send it through his attorney. Okay. All right. Uh, if you could but, do that for uh, me, yeah, I would I would be interested in doing that. that. Um. Uh, so, so it's, some it's good to support these people. Sorry, um, but what, what I'm saying is there was no litter. We were like yeah. the cleanest, nicest people, and it was a real cross section of America. Yep, we had it was truly, Indians and we had blacks, and we had whites, and we had American Indians, and we had foreigners there representing their countries with different flags of different countries flying. Yeah, we were a real cross section. It was a melting pot of humanity and no one was littering it was clean it was nice probably everyone needed to take a leak but (laughs) (laughs) find some heat you're you're absolutely right jim when we were there uh you know uh fifth and the sixth uh as well and the that was the first time that i was actually even like at any type of trump rally whatsoever and it was absolutely just amazing. I couldn't even, you know, explain the, explain it at all, to be honest with you, I how I my felt. my wife and my youngest son, they, because I, I told them they didn't really want to go because it's like, they're busy. But they uh, said, this is history. You need to go. That's how I felt. Exactly how I felt. And like you said, there was families. We saw people as we were walking up to the Capitol that were literally with families that had strollers that people that were putting I wouldn't have brought my blankets my kid if it was, yeah, a, yeah exactly. Putting blankets down like in the park there, like just going to hang out with all the rest of the Patriots that were there. It was truly an amazing time until, you know, all that went down, of course. All right, Jim. So some uh, some rapid fire questions from uh, some Anons and some people who uh, I reached out to to see if they had any questions for you. Um, 
Why risk talking to Colin and risk all that we stand for? Risk what? I I, I don't understand the question. What I I guess the question is why why would you put uh why would you jeopardize um the the site and free speech or the narrative being manipulated? Haven't you? There's over two thousand articles on the mainstream media about me that I have not sat down for an interview for. You guys saw one of the interviews with uh, that was uh, Mother Jones magazine that was in the interview, and they're like twisting around my words and stuff. Yeah. The this was an opportunity to have a documentary done. And yeah, it's left-leaning Katya. Katya is talking in the other chat room. But the the point of it is, is at least it's a real documentary and there's so, some real things that we said got out there. It wasn't all comedy. I'm not completely a bozo. I am a <laughs> class clown, but... Thank you for addressing that. It's it, it's not about what you stand for or what you expect Jim or Ron or anyone else to, to stand for. It's about trying to get the message out. And if you actually watch the full documentary, they do a pretty fair job of talking about the history of 2chan, 4chan, 8chan, and the Q movement. And they legitimize by... Uh, by showing how many times Trump embraced the movement and the power of the movement and how that power of the movement expanded over time. They do a good job of that. It is worth watching the show just for that. You said in the show, uh, Acun can't exist without the Q Research Board. In some form, you said that. Um, what are the numbers like now, and can Acun survive in its current form? Yeah, and if you look at it the way it is now, the the Q Research Board towers over everything else, and we're a, a smaller board otherwise now. It's not 20,000 boards like 8chan had. But things come and go, and I hope that the Q Research people will stay together and not be separated here and there and, and go off to Discord and then have your Discord channel deleted and then then you've lost contact with everyone or, or go off to it just happened with parlor where they deleted everyone then shut the platform down. Uh, those people have power over the internet. So what, what will happen with eight coon is the next thing will come along. There was Gamergate. And I believe that, uh, that the documentary talked a little bit about that. That made 8chan big. And then there was Poll, and Poll made 8chan big. Then there was... Then there was uh, Q Research, and Q Research is making everything big. The next thing will come along, too. There's a, there is a certain churn to, to websites that are doing this. And... We've been churning for 20 years in Japan. So it's not actually the first time we've had this kind of a problem with like deplatforming and what have you. Yeah. You know, we've been through this. Do you think 8kun will survive um, for a long time? Yeah, it's not, it's not hard to run at its current level. 
people say that you don't care about the website anymore and you're letting it die? No, that's not true. Uh, people saying that are as in who? Individual people saying that to try to make their own website get popular. Well and, said. And that's fine, but all they're doing is pulling people away, and then their websites never make it. And and for not because they don't have the programming, it's just they always get shut down. So I see that happen over and over and over again. They... They make their website, they pull pull away a certain percentage of people, and then they get shut down by authorities or can't handle it, what have you. Since two weeks before the documentary came out, we were under the nonstop attack. And and I kept the site up. And if you if you if you were watching it. There was a time when all of the boards would get wiped by spam Mm -hmm. and it would come in and it was all like, like cartoon, ha 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 ha, or, or they posted the New Zealanders manifesto from that shooting over and over and over again. And they would, they would make everything a little bit unique. So you couldn't ban it. And then they came at it from like a huge, uh, botnet and we spent most of our time blocking that those kind of botnets and of course the website went down for sometimes and other times maybe katya couldn't post or maybe you couldn't post but somebody could post gotcha there there was a lot of those type of people get caught up and it's like if if i if if i launch a moab (laughs) you know it's right. like okay, well, maybe nobody in that geographical area is gonna be able to post for a while, <laughs> but maybe in Wisconsin you can. Right? <laughs> there was no shortage of those attacks, those botnet attacks. In your opinion, can just a Joe Schmo like me put together a botnet attack like that? No, not the ones that we were being attacked with. The ones we were getting attacked with were from large corporation or uh government they were government i'll say it for you um <laughs> the what are you working on now let me show everyone the website and i'm, I'm going to take a few calls if you want to be respectful to jim you will be respectful to my friend and guest jim by calling in here today otherwise you will get quick dumped and chastised by me understood um mm. the stuff that you're working on today is this you have is it wet yet? LokiNet. You have Akun. You have uh, Project Odin, and um, uh, I think those are the three main ones. Can, Tiger Network. Say that again. Oh, the Tiger Network. Yes, yes, yes. The Tiger Network is yeah. which is what I have right here up next to it. I I stream all of my stuff to the Tiger Network as well. You can uh, check it out at tour 3com uh, What what are, what is the status of Odin and LokiNet, and what is the goal of those two platforms? Uh, that is a last uh, last ditch attempt. If we can't keep Aikun up anymore, we'll launch that. It's ready. Excellent. But, it, but we're not going to launch it until if we can't keep it up anymore. My layman's understanding of like it if, is... If the last attack had been effective, we would have launched Pro- Project Odin. Gotcha. But it's got... 
once it's released, it, there's no going back. So, gotcha. It my understanding of it is it's it's basically a a blockchain platform that uses multiple users to be able to kind of create a, a another version of a intranet. Is that basically kind of what it is? Yes. That sounds very interesting. By by holding it back at this point, is there a, a reason why it needs to be held back right now? Because if we release it, what are the liabilities for that? Hmm. If they take my website offline again, I will be angry enough that I will put up with those liabilities. But right now, I don't need to. I see. So it's if a they, if they if they cancel section 230 where where I'm responsible for something that uh Abe or Joe says and or writes or does on my website and I get forced out of business then you'll have project Odin. Gotcha. So a version of a fi- a, a virtual foxhole. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 uh last stitch. Gotcha. And and why put it out early so that someone can find a way to block it? Yep. Well said. Um, what else? What else are you working on? Um, what what's your daily, what's your daily thing like? Are you able? You you mentioned that it's expensive to live in America, um, and to kind of try to find ways to survive here, being that you're you know not a very welcome man to to try to hire, uh, to get work or anything like that. But are, what are you working on? How what's your daily uh what's your day like? And are you able to get by okay? I I, I do some writing and I release that under other other names gotcha and so this is i can't even promote something that i write i could think about that yeah (laughs) the last time my name was on something was uh jeff bezos canceled our entire companies uh we i was involved in a company we were all doing books and everybody all the authors, everyone was canceled. Many people were hurt just because my name was on it. So now nothing is done in my name. Yeah. Well, I had that same problem so, when I was. And then I then I record audiobooks the same way, and I get paid for that. It was the same but way I, when I, I had don't Facebook get to use accounts. My name. If I could use my name, they would be a lot more popular, and we'd get a lot more sales. Gotcha. Gotcha. Makes sense. Well, let me know if I can help on that. Let me uh, take Zoom off the screen here as I welcome our first caller in, and uh, we will see what uh, 360, if you can unmute your number, unmute your line, please. Star 6, I believe, is the unmute. And if I could get a name for you, please, 360. Uh, You can call me KT. KT? Mm -hmm. Hey, KT, how are you doing today? What's on your mind? You got a question for Jim or just a comment? Great. Well, um, I was trying to think of a question, but really, I just really want to comment. I've been following him ever since I heard about him because he um, became, you know, on my radar because of starting up Acoon and I got on his email for Is It Wet Yet? And just really love your heart, Jim, and, and you guys, too. I really appreciate your show. I've been listening. And I, try to, I, I write that email amazing. once a week. I, I hope yeah. you enjoy it. I, I don't, you know, it, it's not someone else writing it. It's me writing it. So 
I know, yeah, and I've seen some of your videos from time to time, and I really, really love your heart, and thank you for, for all that you're doing and all thank that you've had to put you. up with as well. And, uh, yeah, Lord bless you. Thank, so nice. thank you very much. Give you, you some know, encouragement. I'm not a perfect guy or anything, so. Uh, none of us are perfect. Uh, we all need Jesus. <laughs> So Thank where, God we got to celebrate him rising the other day and his yeah, power for, in our life to help uh, us, you know. Did, were you able to go to church? <laughs> um, actually, I could have, but we actually uh, just started going to a pretty great church. Even in our liberal area, there's they they it's like you're entering another world. There's nobody wearing a mask there hardly at all. <laughs> But for um, some reason, my husband, he picked that day. We, we went to a nursery far away. It's kind of got like a fig addiction. <laughs> so that was oh. kind of fun. And yeah, so he missed that it the other day. Fun. But yeah. I went yeah. to church in uh, San Juan Capistrano. The, it's the oldest church in California. It's a, oh, wow. Built in 1776. And a lot of it fell down in an earthquake there. Mm. But uh mm. but it's still there and it's really beautiful and the and the swallows come there and it was still closed, but I went in there anyway and said prayer and it, Great. It, was, it was okay. You know, that it wasn't yeah. like blocked off. You could still go in there. Amazing. And President Lincoln it was built in 1776. You know, that's the Declaration of Independence time. Of course, it was like Mexico or Spain or China or whatever back then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it's uh, after the Civil War or after the Mexican-American War, Lincoln gave the church back to the church because the family had taken over it at that time. So it's another thing that President Lincoln did, and I don't know all the details of that, but he, it ended up going back to the church and President Lincoln did that. It, it had been taken care of by a private family. So Me. yeah, I go to church at uh, San Juan Capistrano nice there. awesome and so you is that that's where you consider your church and you just go there with the lord california and... i was going to church at the grotto in a uh, baguio in the philippines hmm. that's wow. a you got, that's kind of a fun place you got to climb a mountain to go to the church oh wow Wow, it's a, it's a whole bunch of, but it's steps. You you walk up the steps. It's... Yeah, neat. Any last yeah. thoughts, KT? You got a good heritage going. Hmm? Any last thoughts for Jim before I let you go, KT? Uh, no, but for you, you you two, the brothers. Um, when he was bringing up Lincoln, I was thinking sometime it would be so great if you ever did a dive into him because I've always heard so many controversial things you know, good and bad, and there probably is a lot good and bad, but I, I would love to hear like some kind of presentation or dig if you ever 
have the time or inclination to get into Lincoln. I'll, I've done the dig, and I'll just give you quickly um, what I why I won't do it for a show. Uh, history is oh, okay. h- history is written by the winners, and the history around uh, Lincoln is not uh, the truth. And so you can't find legitimate, really good open source. They have at the at the church. They have uh, artifacts from when this happened. I I was there. Mm. I've seen this stuff. So there is like actual. Yeah, I, I guess I just mean if I if I wanted to do an internet dig on trying to understand the the the, the behind the scenes stuff of Lincoln, I you can't really find uh, fair reporting on it. So that's why I, to, to answer the question, that's why I won't do it. Yeah, until you can see why I asked the question, because <laughs> it's very hard to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you're getting any real good, you know, sauce. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and, okay. Well. Some of the stuff behind Lincoln, I understand uh, that there's a lot of people that have made links to, you know, the truth behind him and stuff like that. I don't think those are fair, and I think it's pointless. In the end, Lincoln was one of the greatest presidents that this country has ever had. Without him, we would not be a free people today. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Okay, well, thanks, everybody. God bless you all. Can you call back, call back more often, please? Okay. All right. Well, now I have to listen to you live. I was the one commenting in your, in your chat on Pilled the other day saying, oh, how can I listen to you, you know, again, because I was following you on D Live last. Gotcha. So that I could, because I try to listen to so many things. I just want to have it on fast forward. Right. And if I can rewind, if I miss something, I just love that. But, you know, you're on you're probably the only one who's on at a great time for me. And you're one of my most important shows because you really get into the news and have great guests. And so I will typically be catching you live. So I might try to call again. Awesome. Thank you so much for the kind words. And thank you for listening. God bless you. All right. Okay. you too. Thanks. Bye. Great. Great call, KT. Appreciate it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, let's see here. I think it was the next up was two one seven. I think. I apologize if not. I'll get I'll get AOC in here next. Denise and Texan are on hold as well. Two one seven. I think I know who you are, but can you verify your name for me, please? Are you, um, you there? Two two one seven. Yes, it's Leah. Oh, Leah. God bless you. How are you? Hey, Leah Worth. How are you? I'm great. This has been an awesome show. I didn't know Jim was going to be on. I'm super excited. I've watched Jim for years. I was in his chat most mornings. Watched him clean his pens and bake cookies and crap. Cookies. <laughs> and I, like uh, I know. I've watched you bake cookies and bread and all kinds of stuff. Um, you pretty much asked the question I had, which was about Odin. That's been on my mind for months and months. Um, yeah, Jim, I've well, been watching you we long before I now. Then that just gives more people opportunity to find a way to block it. So let's wait well, until we're blocked and then release it. In my head was probably much bigger than what it actually is, but um, I'm amazed. I'm amazed, but uh, yeah, I've been watching you long before I even knew Code Monkey was your son. <laughs> With uh, Addie and Chris cool. and James, that's way cool. I, you know, 
where I'm staying now, I've got a really nice kitchen. I could probably set up a camera and when I was doing those cooking things, I didn't have like stuff. I mean, we're locked down. It's like whatever was there. <laughs> you know, it's like so, oh, so I remember you yeah, saying I I don't know how this is gonna turn out, but we're gonna use what we got. Yeah, so we cooked and it turned out some of it turned out pretty good. I remember when you delivered cookies I, to I uh, delivered, some homeless people in the park. Yeah, that was uh, in San Jose with uh, Sunshine was there. Well, this is just amazing to me. Thank you guys for having them on. And thanks for coming on. I don't mind. I, so, and I, I, didn't like, know on. I like these guys. I miss, oh, <laughs> I love them. I've been watching Abe since he was on Patriot Soapbox. So what uh what happened to that? Why aren't you there anymore? Because of pamphlet. I'll just say it. <laughs> I'll just flat out say it because of him. Uh I I felt like um uh the the hours and hours and hours that I put in there deserved a little more explanation about the financials and they refused to give them to me and so I said see you later. Well, I was excited when you got your own show Abe, so I think it's worked out well. Whatever road you took to get here. Thank you. You're always an awesome, uh, you know, listener and been, been been with me for all the long ride. And you know, we we love you very much. And I'm I'm so glad you're here talking to uh, to us today. Well, uh, you asked my question, and I totally set you up with the "Is it wet yet?" because I knew what it was, but I know how it sounds. So I was rolling when you said that. That was awesome. <laughs> well, Thank you, Leah. Well, I'll, I'll let you know. I'm sure you got, there was like six others in there. I just wanted to say, hey, Jim, and now that I know you're on DLive, uh, I'll be in there. Yeah, I'm on and, DLive. Uh, I, I, I'm on DLive when it lets me on. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I didn't know you were till till just today. So I'll be in there, and it's Leah's Worth Everything is my name in there. I'm Leah Worth everywhere else, but DLive wouldn't let me use my name. So I'll be seeing you in there. And uh, yes, please do some more uh, pen cleaning videos and cooking videos and scripture reading. I I will do that. I've got a better, where I'm at, I've got a nice kitchen now. Perfect. Leah, I so appreciate the call. Thank you so much for calling. That's a good idea. I would love to see you cooking show. Or he wants to cook (laughs) brats. We'll we'll go go barbecue brats. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, Jim's gonna come. I well, hope. I, I hope I get a chance to cook for Jim. I, someday that that will happen. Leah, thank you. God bless you. Love you guys. Bye. Much love, Leah. Got AOC in the house. What's up, brother? Hey, how you guys doing? AOC, hey, what what's up, brother? Good, what a great surprise! Hello, Jim. It's so wonderful to talk to you again. I, we've only talked a couple times, but um, your voice I sounds familiar. To- well, I I used to mod for your YouTube channel a bit, and I got into a couple fights with uh, Jabba the Hutt when he sent a bunch of bots in. So I did plenty of uh, deleting uh, accounts off your YouTube channel back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot That's of... Probably... Oh, it's ahead. gone now. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> it's been, for, been a while. You haven't put much up there in quite some time, but um, 
Yeah, did you? I wanted to ask you, it made me think of that moment. And having just watched the last episode, uh, that HBO, whatever that was, did you ever think when you're like first working with oh, Job of the Hut or whatever, whatever you want to call him? Crying. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever dream that someday HBO would produce a six part series basically about? your breakup with that employee? No, absolutely <laughs> not. That it's not I don't even think that the documentarian uh, Hobeck, Colin Hobeck, I don't believe uh, he thought it would end up on HBO either. I think he was had a lower idea on where it was going to end up. But if you look at what happened the previews for I don't I don't know the stats on the videos, on the but the previews for it were higher than any other documentary out there except for the documentary for uh, Tina Turner. Yeah, and that makes sense because everybody likes Tina Turner. I mean, it's like left a good job in the city. You know, she she's a hardworking entertainer. Yeah, yeah. He'll spin the wheel. <laughs> I, I, I love Tina Turner. So yeah, man. He got huge success because we are the news now, and people like you and Katya and Alan and everybody watched this documentary and told their friends, good or bad, right or wrong. At least it's something talking about our movement. There is some history there. Yeah. It's slanted a bit, but you know what? Bella Gallico is slanted by Julius Caesar. Probably the the Gauls and the Germans weren't as strange as uh, Julius Caesar made him out to be, but he wrote the first written history of their area. At least there's something that's not the 2,000 articles of of sourced by source about uh, space aliens invading with kitchen knives to to kill people. Yeah. I mean, or sourced by unnamed source. Yes, yeah. and I gotta say, AKA as, as major retard. As, tried, as as hard as they tried to make you look out to be a bad guy, and they tried very hard. I'd say, Jim, you came out smelling like roses, and it just really proved. That it's mostly a bunch of idiots that are attacking patriots that are just wanting to, you know, have a voice, to say, have free speech. So I don't know. I I, I thought it, you're it right. Awesome. You're absolutely right. You it know, just, I and I, I mean, how can you guys know me, good or bad? Everyone knows me now. I've been. I do like a proof of life show almost every day, like at least five days a week. I'm on the internet now. <laughs> So when when they started putting all of those articles about about me that I wasn't even asked about or or they would call me or talk to me and then write whatever they want to write anyway, I stopped doing those and I started having my own little talk. Here. You handled Huffington Post like a king. Fucking A. I'm done talking to your ass. See the fuck later. Now that was uh that was uh Mother Jones. Oh Mother Jones, oh, yeah, Mother Jones, Mother yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, they were they wanted me to like 
And even then, yeah, we used to build porn websites for people. Jim, and this is would... a reporter from Mother Jones. I would like to ask you when you stopped twi- kiddling, uh, uh, diddling kitties. Let us know yeah. when you can you answer the question for us there, please. How do you how do you answer that? It's like when did you stop you, beating your wife? Were even the good guys in the porn industry at that time? We used only licensed content from major studios, and we were not out shooting it ourselves even. So when you when you did end up joining a and the major focus that we had was on adult verification at that time was to make sure that you were actually an adult. I thought it was it, funny that Will Summer tried it, to use that kitty porn thing to progression on you when he's he's probably the 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 sexual dysfunction of the world just like the rest of the left I, is. I've I've been had one interview with him face to face. You know, he he struck me as a professional reporter, but he now he I see and I read more of what he's written, and you know, he sort of oh, he thinks he he thinks face to face he came across very professionally. Yeah, I'm sure he does, but he you know he's very skilled at at spin, and that's that's his gig. That's why he's so connected with Media Matters and Bezos and the rest, they, they basically yeah. task him with a, a story to write, a narrative to write. This group, this group gets a lot of money from those groups and they, they keep that money to themselves. You don't get any of that money, Alan. Nope. No. And you probably won't because that kind of money doesn't, doesn't come. It's like, the vice people got $250 million to make their documentary. Wow. Now, what did they spend it, that on? It, 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 you know, I don't think most, most people don't understand that how much money has been spent against you, you know, to not just, you know, come after. should have just written me a check. One day. I, I, perfect. You write me a check for that much money? It's like it's just a sayonara. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I personally tens of thousands of dollars spent in bots trying to like shut your YouTube channel down when it was like a couple hundred people watching some show, and you're spending tens of thousands of dollars to try to get people to do. They took Torah Network got turned off. And, and shut down and DDoSed uh, during the last uh, the last uh, documentary that came out of the four oh, really? and five, or five and six. Wow. You're right, though. Well, see, the, the amount of money spent to, to try to silence him is, is unbelievable. But, but they yeah. spent serious money. It's not the thousands, they, the millions. If they had just sent those millions to me, Probably that would have been millions enough to shut everything down and walk away. But they didn't send millions and they and they won't send millions because they keep all that money in their little food chain. It's like you're going to see Will Summers on the New York Times bestseller list. But I've been written up in the New York Times and they didn't even talk to me, <laughs> you know, but they did. uh they did retract what they wrote a week later 
Yeah, well done, by the way. I'm glad you got that win. Well, so I just got one more question to leave me. I'm sure you got other callers to get to, but now that HBO successfully outed Ron as the real Q, <laughs> no, they didn't. Selling, are you going to start selling uh, Ron is I'm, I'm the real Q t-shirts? <laughs> I'm joking. Everyone knows it's Austin Steinbart. (laughs) (laughs) Which leads me to my next question. Are you gonna are you gonna get a resonator to prepare for your P test? A resonator? A resonator? Like Austin Steinbart? Oh, maybe I don't even know what that is. I and I don't actually follow Austin Steinbart. I'm not insulting. More important things. I don't know know much about him. Anything. I talked to dr tammy one time and to try to get a straight answer about him and she seemed like a nice lady but i still don't believe that austin steinbart is q well it's the only austin steinbart story you need to know is that he got arrested he had to take a urine test and he got caught trying to cheat on his urine test with this prosthetic penis device called the Wizenator. It's designed. Wizenator. It's a fake, oh, wow. It's a fake penis. That He's looks out of like jail now. Penis. I saw that he was but, released yeah. from prison. He's out of jail. That so is, ho- that is friggin' hilarious, AOC. Thank you for that. Later, bro. <laughs> Appreciate right, the call, AOC. Much love, brother. 7A69 has a good point here in the chat room. He says, I believe that they have a thing against Christianity in general. And yeah, that and it's not just Christianity, it's uh, most religions because the Marx, the, the state becomes your religion. It's like the Soviets were... Thanks, ALC. Much love, bro. Were, were not religious people. They were basically atheists. So it's... And they still had the Orthodox Christian Church in the Russian Orthodox, but they had to be really quiet and silent about it. Well said. I'm glad you pointed that out. You're absolutely right. That's part of uh, the attacks as well. Is, uh, you know, we get that all the time when we have uh, uh, our discussions, Bible discussions with Amy Joe. Speaking of, in about uh, 15, about a half hour, we're going to have a... I can go right... I'm not done talking about that. Yes, please. I can go after we're done here. I can go pick up my buddy Al Bundy and go to the titty bar that opens up at 6 p.m., five miles from where I live here, it's open. It hasn't closed. There's a titty bar five miles, and and I can get a lap dance. I can have a pretty girl sit on my lap and spread my HPV, whatever, you know? (laughs) Can you go to church? The thing about it is I still can't go to church in my town here. That's how, it, down. that's how it's been here in Illinois. I live in Illinois, and it's the same way. The, the pot stores open, the strip clubs open, the alcohol stores are all open. The churches are not churches open because are not they're open. trying to shut down the religion. And that's a place where you and I and Katya and OX7A69 and whoever else is in the other chat room. You got a couple chat rooms going, by the way. Yeah. The, the, 
that's where they shut it down. The regular bars are shut down, but the titty bars are open. Who runs the titty bar? Who gets money? Follow the money. Yep. Those the state gets their state. kickbacks. Exactly yep. right. Uh, we only got 15 minutes left. Two more callers. Denise is in the house. Our our friend from across the pond. How was your day today, Denise? My day was okay. Thank you very much. And yours? I have had an excellent day. I am so thrilled that Jim agreed to come on today. It's been so much fun. Yes, it was a nice surprise to me as well to, to see him as your guest. Jim, I have a couple of questions for you. Yes, ma'am. I think I saw somewhere that you keep bees. Can you say that again? I think I heard somewhere that you keep bees, beehives. I, I, what? Can you repeat her question? Are you a, are you a beekeeper? Do you ever done any beekeeping? No, no, my friend does though. And he was in he was in the episode six of the documentary, uh, the guy that was uh, standing next to me, uh, Orlando. Gotcha. Uh, tiresome beans or tiresome cash in the chat rooms. He is has an aviary and keeps bees, apiary, and the 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 honey that you sell we're selling now is his honey. Oh, that's where it is. The nice thing about it is he's a gunnery sergeant retired from the Marine Corps, combat veteran. And we worked the same job in in Los Angeles for a time. And so we hit it off and he became a good friend. We both used B7s in the military. So, of course, I'm the sergeant first class, which is first class above gunnery sergeant, but... I misunderstood. I thought it was you that kept me. Tell tell your friend to grow some hemp and get some hemp honey going. That is a brilliant idea. I bet you they can do that now in California because it's legal to grow here now. Hemp's legal to grow yeah. anywhere in America, in America now. But how would the bees get? The bees might get all stoned and not be able to find their way home. No, no, the bees don't get stoned. Jim. <laughs> there's no. But, there's... <laughs> but hemp honey is very popular. <clears throat> I I love it, and the CBD too. By the way, after after my surgery, I had a lot of nerve damage and stuff, yeah. and and they were giving me opium. And of course, yeah. I got hooked on that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, of, course. of course. Well, yeah, I, I can yeah, have a give me more of that. Yeah, I'm hooked. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But getting off of it was really hard. And I used the CBD to get off of it. And I found out later that the part of the pain that you get is the pain is the withdrawal symptom. So yeah. your pain may have already healed that you were getting it for, but now you have pain from the withdrawal symptom. And CBD helped me through that. And now I just take an aspirin every now and then. So, yeah, hemp yeah. and CBD, wonderful stuff. Can you get yeah. that in uh, in the UK? Yes, we can. Yeah. But if you tell, tell him to plant some hemp around his hives um, and get some hemp honey going. Oh, yeah. You, you've never been to California. California is uh, bees are very organized here. It's not <laughs> it. They're just doing bees and they bring their, cause this is like 
probably 20 to 30 percent of the food for the world comes from here bees yeah yeah and and so the bees they the beekeepers the guys with the apiaries move their bees around the the state of california yeah. so this week they're maybe on the hemp field if they can find one that's a good idea i'm gonna ask them specifically about that if we can sell hemp hemp honey that would be honey good. yeah and the other but, thing uh, was, I they think, moved them to the different fields for the other farmers. Yeah, they do that here as well. They move the hives around, um, especially when the uh, fruit tree, fruit trees are blossoming. They move them into the orchards. But the other question was that I, th I think Abe said that you sing. Say that again. Uh, it was either. I think Abe said that you sing. There was a section towards opera. the. There was a section towards the I, end. I sing. I sing. Um, well, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Music. It was a but, section at the but, end that said that that either Ron or you did opera. Is that was where that came opera from? Opera is Ronald. Ronald, there you go. Yeah. Oh, is it uh, your son? But it's uh, he he did opera and he did barbershop quartet and. And uh, throat singing. Yes. From a Mongolian throat singing. Yeah, Mongolian. Um, yeah. And he went there to learn how to do that. By the way, he he he's a multifaceted man. I I, I and I Abe's going to talk to him. Alan's going to talk to him one of these days. But yeah, he's a he's a actual kung fu master. He that was the one. Me. That he was the one thing when he graduated high school. He said, that was the... "Dad, I want to be an acupuncturist." I said, "Well, okay." And then we found an acu. He found an acupuncture school in China. So I brought him there, and it's like the Shaolin Kung Fu Temple. It's like, oh, so he he went to he studied there? Shaolin Kung Fu. Really, that is awesome. Yeah, and. I, and he lived there and did that for wow. years. That is amazing. So, you will have to get him on, Abe. Oh, I'm working so on he, it. He's a, he is definitely not kidding about his martial arts training. And he started young, right? He was like six or something. His first tournament he was was in was the Jimmy Kim Taekwondo tournament in, I think it was Long Beach, and maybe he was six five or six, but he was already going to classes before that. Amazing. That was one of the things that I learned uh, during the documentary, which many people didn't know. So that's what I found was yeah, interesting. Don't get in a fight with him. He'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I believe Except it. me. No, not you. Not his dad. Of course not. Okay. That was all I was, uh, that was all I was going to ask tonight. Um, so I'll leave it with that so you can get on to your next caller. Thank you. Denise. It was a pleasure talking to you, Jim. Yeah, it was a pleasure. And I'm sorry, we have a, a bad connection right now. It's hard for me to hear you. But it, it was a real pleasure talking to you. And please come on my show, too. You're welcome. Where's your show? Uh, Torah3.com forward slash news network. That's... Uh, 9 a.m. in New York. I'm not sure what time that is in Greenwich Mean Time. 
2 p.m. in the afternoon. 2 p.m. in the afternoon. So yeah. you can you can get me at tor3.com. Okie dokie. Thank you Good so night, much. Night. God bless you, Denise. Appreciate the call, Denise. Take care. Here we go. Here's the link for that. Gotta absolutely love Denise. I know. I could listen to her talk like all day. She has a nice <laughs> accent, but it, it was really coming in garbled. All right, yeah. last caller for the day. Here's the here's the link for uh, uh, News Network on Tour3.com, and that is every day at 9 Eastern. It's you can the, find oh, that. Oh, it's a ship show. The ship show, is, it's awesome. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out for sure. Um, here is the... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm messing oh, up. There I we go. We got two in the house, huh? Denise. That's what I was just going to say. 217. Sounds like K.H. Farmer. How you doing, brother? It, it is the artist formerly known as K.H. Farmer, but I'll go with K.H. Farmer. <laughs> All right. Good to hear from you, brother. What's on your mind? <laughs> hey, I'm just very happy to be on with you, bros. I'm very happy to get a chance to talk to Jim. And uh, this is awesome, by the way. So uh, he said something about only dropping a couple F-bombs. So I'm going to drop one right now. Fuck, just for the hell of it. But uh, I do have a... I, I do have a significant question um, about the documentary. I mean, they made this thing out to just be a feud between Hot Wheels and the Watkins. And I, I want to know, over the, the, the multiple-year period that this thing was filmed, were you asked at all about any of the cue drops that were photos, that were original photos that were dropped from either – a White House office, such as uh, the Oval Office or Air Force One? No, I wasn't asked about those, and I didn't take those photos either. I'm not Q. And no, I'm sure you... I'm and about the feud, yeah, I noticed that about the documentary. There's really... That's such a small part of my day, even at that time. The only That's like a one-way fight. It's one person fighting... Or, or it's a little, little Pomeranian biting at my ankles or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Pomeranians. Yeah. No, my neighbor had one of those. That dog was a little bitch, and I understand. And you know, I I fully understand that you did not take any of those photos, and that you or Ron or are not you. I get that 100%. I just wanted to know if you were asked about it because it seems like. They called this documentary Q into the storm, and then they focused on just a feud over Chan board owners and didn't but focus on... That wasn't on... the whole documentary. That was just one of the episodes, so... But... Well, I, 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 watched, I watched all six, and, and, and they, they, they seemed to not focus at all... Well, and I, I wouldn't they, say I at all. I believe that they have to put a certain amount of Krang in every episode in, in, order to get, in order to be aired <laughs> quite honestly because they they where's, have where's to show, they have to show the the media matters side point of view a lot or it won't go on the air but what did get through is the fact that we were trolling them all the time yes and, 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 the, and the real people watching the documentary caught that 100 percent. and colin hobeck is not a 
is not an ignorant man. He knew we were trolling. Dude, you had me laughing every single episode. I was dying laughing. I know. It was great. I was was dying too, and I was just really upset. That's his little way of getting past the censorship because I'm sure he was censored because he has plenty of content and plenty of content that would have been shocking i've reached out to him i would like to give him a fair interview but i he, i got no response from him I, I would love to have give him the opportunity to, to to discuss how how it was spun from what footage he actually had oh he's he's up there in the stratosphere now yeah so he's not talking not to, me. Talk to me wow <laughs> <laughs> anyway he's he's a decent guy so yeah, it's, it's, it's something else to say the least. But if we're going to talk about Krang, why didn't they get the Technodrome on there? I mean, come on, man, you got to get that, well, no, that fear thing. I saw he had that face shield on, and I saw someone oh, put yeah. a cartoon of Krang next to him <laughs> with the face shield, and, and it was like the resemblance, and it, I just cracked up laughing. <laughs> I'm sorry. But no, that that's very funny, and that that makes a whole lot of sense, and you know, it, it just. I wish, I wish if they were going to do this sort of documentary and, and, and that they would have like at least dove a little bit more into the actual substance of the movement more he than just that content. The, yeah. Colin Hobeck has that content. He, he probably has a hundred hours of content. Or, I figured. Or more. So how much could he put in and how much did he cut and how much did they allow him to put in? Because yeah. if he really, is, if he really wanted to make some money, run he, by the, he should release all of that. It's Chinese now. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So that's, 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 that's HBO blocking that, right? That's, that's, that's just pure HBO, right? No, I think that, I think that he has a producer. Colin Hobeck is just the director. Okay. Okay. So the okay. producer would, of course, have the final say on anything. So, so that would be the same reason that they tried to tie you to the whole, uh, the the whole follow the pen thing, but they didn't really look at any. Yeah, of they the did, stuff. they weren't effectively oh, able to do that. I don't own a Starwalker. Right, right, right. They but have they, several they didn't long, actually long pens. Into- I can show you now. I got no, no, I, I, I actually, I, I've taken several calligraphy courses over my life, and I, I have a lot of pens myself. But, but the, the point too. is, nice, they didn't follow the nice ones. Here. They didn't follow the whole Catherine Harridge thing whatsoever. I mean, they, they all the drops that were related to follow the pen, the a lot of them were, were related to Catherine Harridge and a lot of that stuff. So they didn't follow that. Yeah, I, I thought so to too. And and Harridge. I believe it's a patriot. Yeah. Even though even Correct. though CBS can blow chunks, I could care less about Correct. CBS. So true. Correct. But I, I but I do believe that that Harridge trolls them the best she can to keep her job at the same time. Yeah, I agree. I got to cut it off, Kate. Thanks, bro. Hey, uh, one more thing, uh, Abe. Can I trigger you and just say, uh, <laughs> give me your thoughts on in the Matrix. <laughs> Fuck that clown. See you later, bro. <laughs> Much love, Gage. Robert, take it easy, brother. Later. <laughs> All right. Uh, Joel, last thoughts. We got to wrap it up. Uh, Jim, I just really appreciate you being here. Uh, like I started from the beginning, uh, to me, in my mind, you are nothing more than just a true patriot through and through. And I really appreciate 
everything you've done for us in the movement. And I mean that literally. So thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Hey, you're welcome. Thank, thanks for having me on. And you guys are welcome to come on the Ahoy, It's a Ship show. Just you have to get up early. Yeah, for- well, that's my problem. I'm usually getting a nap in around that time. Jim, you know I have a lot of love for you. I, I appreciate your service as a patriot and a veteran. What you have done for the world, for me personally, and for a lot of people, is helped save our mentality, help unite the world, and help enable the world to have discussions that need to be had about the future of humanity. Your role in in the historical context of what is real, what is really real in the world that we live in, is something I admire as a friend, that I uh, respect at the ultimate from its core, and I hope God lifts you and your family up for the rest of your life for what you have done for myself and for America. God bless you, Jim. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Your show was awesome, and you're awesome, and I count you as a friend as well. That means a lot to me, Jim. Thank you very much for your time today. Guys, I appreciate you guys all very much. Thanks for joining us here today. A quick one-minute outro as we listen to our great president who let, who let us know that uh, – Nothing is impossible. God bless you all. Stay tuned in 20 minutes. 20 minutes for Amy Joe. Correct. We got a prayer reading in 20 minutes, guys. Stay tuned. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.